Hello and welcome to the podcast. Pastor Frank here and Christmas is rapidly approaching and I just really wanted to talk about Christmas on some of these programs and last week we did the mystery of Christmas part one talking about the depth of the understanding of that baby in the manger being really the creator of all things. It it really gives you pause to think and I promised that this week we talk about um, the mystery of Christmas part Two. And from Colossians chapter 2, verses 9 and 10, I'm wanting to take you a little bit deeper. And I encourage you to go back and listen to last week's program. You know, they're all archived. Uh, and maybe listen to this one a couple of times to really get it so that when you celebrate Christmas Eve and Christmas, there's a certain passion within you that maybe you've never had before. So in Colossians chapter 2, verses 9 and 10, For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And you are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. I mean, it's so deep that, you know, you can't really be too light. You know, I want you to see that Christmas major scene, understand that uh, it was meant to be an object lesson by St. Francis in the year 1223 that really caught on and continues to spread like wildfire in Christmas celebrations. But what you need to do is understand, what I need to do, is to understand how dirty that stable was. I mean, this is where, you know, animals uh, dwelt. Uh, We're Italian. The word manja means eat, and it comes, you know, from the word manger, where they would feed the animals. The the animals would manja from the manger. And it was it was a dirty place, and you know, and I I know that Joseph really was not a midwife, but who delivered the baby? It had to be Joseph, and Mary had to trust that trust him, and and maybe even coach him in the middle of this delivery to say do this, do that. I mean, they were alone, <laughs> and and you have to understand that it wasn't really a clean place, and and she had brought some strips of clothing to wrap around the baby and and to you know, like bind him or tighten him up so he wouldn't get cold, so he would retain the heat. And and you have to understand that when all of these poor things and, and things that really should not have been for the king of kings to be born into the world, he, he, having the, the least of the least, he still chose to came, come into the world that way. And I believe he's speaking to us because I believe that your heart is like a stable, my heart. And sometimes it gets dirty in there. We're thinking thoughts we shouldn't think. We're maybe producing anger. It says it all comes from the inside, all the sin, murders and adultery, that all of that comes from the inside out. And we have to cleanse the vessel. We're not just to cleanse the outside and have a pretty stable and a pretty Christmas celebration. I believe this year, God wants you to go in there and look at what's inside your stable, your home. Are you going to welcome the King of Kings into a filthy, dirty heart? And I want to say something to you. Even if your heart is filthy and dirty, just like he came into that stable, he will come into your heart. Now, 
in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. That means like the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, you know. And, and it's all of God. And, and we're complete in him. He's head of everything, the principalities, the powers. He's over it all. And yet he wants to come into your dirty heart, my dirty heart. But I'm just saying to you, this year, examine your conscience. He wants you to have a clear conscience. He doesn't want you to live under condemnation, but he does want you to repent. If there are things in your life that you've been doing or you've done and you've never repented for, for them, I encourage you to go. He, he's, he's, he's the fullness of the Godhead bodily. He's, he's got the ability to heal your soul and restore your soul and refresh you, renew you, refill you, all the re's, you know, so that your, your reborn spirit can really walk in the newness of life. But there is an acknowledging of his magnificent greatness. There is an acknowledging of his almighty power. And it is very humbling to really accept him into your heart and to welcome him in because sometimes people feel uncomfortable. I had a lady, this wife of a patient, and she, she loved going to church. She would go to church all the time. I think they were Southern Gospel-type church, and I talked about the Lord, but she would tell me, she said, I've never asked Jesus into my heart. I can't believe that she would go to church all the time and never ask Jesus into her heart. And I would look at her and say, well, why don't you ask him right now? I'll lead you in that prayer. No, 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 no. She still felt she wasn't worthy. She didn't want to ask him. She, and, and I would pressure her. I really would. I feel like hey, if you're going to talk to me about the gospel, I'm going to press you to get you saved because I don't know what's going to happen to you tomorrow. But the more I tried to get her to accept the Lord, the less. But she loved hearing about church, me preaching. She, she loved going to church. She did not stay home. Well, I want to break anything like that and anybody who's listening. It's not enough to be, you know, even a mouse is inside the garage, but that doesn't make him a car. You cannot go to church without really surrendering your life to the lordship, the magnificent, the amazing grace of God, the, the fullness of the God that dwelt in about. He came into the world to, to die for us and rise, and you've got to ask him. You've got to surrender your will. Don't be like that lady. Learn from her mistake. I hope she accepted the Lord before she died. So, Father, I want to pray for you, and I want you to ask Jesus into your heart with me this Christmas. Even if you feel you have a dirty stable of a heart, he wants to come in. So say, Jesus, repeat after me, Jesus, I have sinned, and you know it already anyways. So I'm asking you to forgive me of my sin, to come into my heart, to be the Lord of my life. I believe God raised you from the dead, and I want your resurrection life inside of me so that I could live in your heaven for all eternity, the way you came to live in this earth for even that short time. I want to live in heaven with you in the place where you dwell. Be my Lord, be my Savior today in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, please let me know. I really believe God wants into your heart this Christmas. And so you can write me at frankjulian5 at gmail.com and let me know about this or, or share this program with someone who doesn't know the Lord and use it as a vehicle to lead them to Christ. And um, I'd love to get some material into your hand. I have three books I've written, one on the Ten Commandments, one they made a movie out of, and one they, uh, of my autobiography. You can uh, write me frankjulian5gmail.com, or the post office box is Fawn, uh, post office 394 Allen Park, Michigan. That's 394 Allen Park, Michigan. And you can send a donation to Fawn, any donation, and I will send you the DVD of the movie. 
Well, those make nice Christmas presents. <laughs> okay, God bless you. Have a wonderful holiday. And uh, I pray that Christ lives big in your stable today. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you.